Well, welcome back everybody to our third practice podcast. My name is Kevin James, I'm your host. And today we have a special guest in the studio, our studio that we're borrowing right now. He's a good friend of mine and he's also uh, the host of our sister show, The Millennium Beat in Spanish. So I would like to introduce a good friend of mine and my co-host at times, Nelson Melendez. How you doing? Thank you, Kevin, for having me here today. You're welcome. I am so glad that you finally get a chance to speak. It's about time. Yes, it is about time. I'm glad I did this. And this is a practice and see how we do this kind of thing. So We'll do well. We'll do well. You'll do all the talking and I'll listen. Uh, no, you, <laughs> I think today is, is just a little bit a little bit different. Oh, we, okay. We got our new equipment, as you can tell. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's nice. All these little color buttons and... And stuff like that. So, and will we, I ever be able to touch it um, and play with it? Maybe, maybe. I'm maybe, not feeling maybe. the love right, all right now. So, all right, let's get into some questions. Okay, we want to know a little bit about who Nelson Melendez is. Wow, who are you? I'm me. You're me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not you. I'm me. <laughs> You're not no, me. No, I'm not you. you. I'm me. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my name is Nelson Melendez. I was born in Puerto Rico. Uh, at the age of one, my parents moved to the United States, to New Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. Where they have coffee. Where they have coffee. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Like New Yorkers do. Yeah, the same way. Same way. And, uh, and that's I lived thing. up there between Elizabeth, Newark, and Belleville. Those were the three towns that we Okay. Tri-City. Yeah, the Tri-City area up there. Uh, I lived up there for 27 years. Okay. Then I wound up in Pembroke Pines, Florida, ah. South Florida. You know that's where um, one of the TBN stations. Yeah, on Pembroke Road. Yeah, it's on yeah. Pembroke it's Road. It's owned by the, the Crouch family. Yes, and, I and I've it, been there many times. I think when it was I lived down there. Run, if I remember right, um, by Jan's cousin or yes. sister or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's their cousin. Yeah. yeah, somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, after 15 years in South Florida. Uh, moved up here to Deltona, been up here for 17 years. You know what I just thought of a question? Sure. Um, you said you're the host from New Jersey. Yeah, I'm the host. I can ask questions. Yes. Any question you want. All right. Doesn't mean what I'm going to answer did you it. move to Florida? I moved to Florida in 1991. Yeah. See, so you moved here. Uh, I was, I was hoping it wasn't going to be the same year as me. Well, we've got a lot of things in common. That would have been freaky. It would have been. I, yes. I started actually coming to Florida in 1988. Oh, really? But I only came down in the summertime. Go figure. A northern person who, who actually really don't like the summers in Florida would spend four years of summers before I moved here. Wow. So I actually moved down here June of 1994. Oh, okay. So I beat you. So this you time. beat me. Uh, I'm one so, step. I'm three steps ahead of you. Yeah, you decided to get out of the north quicker than I did. Well, I, it wasn't by choice. It was the Lord brought me here. Okay. Yeah. See, I, 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 I always say I talked myself into coming to Florida. And you do a lot of that. <laughs> I convinced myself really much to come to Florida. Okay. So you were saying? Yeah. Well, I uh, moved up here in 2005. Into Deltona. Into Deltona. Okay. And I've been here ever since. I do not plan on going anywhere unless the Lord moves me again. So backing up the Pembroke Pines, what Pines, what did you do when you lived there? I worked for the school board. Okay. I drove a school bus oh. to start. Now, you didn't do that up north? No. See, I no. did that up north. Okay. No. 
Uh, I drove the school bus. Then I went to school to learn how to drive tractor trailers, oh. semis. CDL license. CDL class you, A. Class A. Yeah. Because the bus is only class B, right? Yeah, they're only class B. Chauffeur's license, Chauffeur's class license. B with air brakes. Right, right. Yeah. And passenger endorsement, I'm assuming. Yeah, passenger endorsement. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, then I started working for Cisco once I got my license, Cisco Food Systems. Okay. And then I've been working at the company I'm at now, a freight company out of Orlando, Southeastern Freight, for going on 17 years in June. Okay. This year. So from Penbrook, Penbrook Pines mm-hmm. to Deltona. To what, Deltona. What made you move to Deltona? This is where God wanted me. Okay. So yeah. it was a spiritual move. It was a spiritual move, a leading from him, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you've been here since then. Since then. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, and then you're, you're driving trucks. Okay. Yes. Cool, yes. cool, cool. And okay. it's fun because I get to intimidate people with that big truck. Do you? Yeah, people would see get me coming. Get out of my way. They get out of my way. They hear that air horn. They don't know what to do. They panic. Uh-huh. I love it. Now, I'm only kidding. I don't do that. I'm just no, joking. No, no, no. Um, what else have you done exciting things in, in the last 30 years or so? Well, uh, I've learned a lot. I did children's ministry in the church in South Florida okay. for 15 years. I did uh, 14 years, I'm sorry. And then when I came up here, the church I was going to in Port Orange, I did children's ministry there also. Okay. So 15 and a half years of children's ministry, which was exciting mm-hmm. because I'd never done that before. Right. Now, yeah. you, have, you have older children yourself. Yes, I have a daughter who's, she's 38. My son is 30. Okay. And that's all I have. But I do have spiritual children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you hear me okay this way? Yeah, I hear you. I, I seemed like I could hear myself breathing, so. Well, at least it's a good sign. I'm alive. You're alive, and that's I'm good. I'm alive, so. I don't want to have to drag you out the door and leave you outside by the front. Well, you could just lay hands on me and raise me from there the you go. Hey, I, hey I've been way. looking forward to that. Right. So, let's talk, some, speaking about that, we're going we're gonna to deal with the spiritual aspect of, okay. of your life and stuff sure. like that. Um, what are some of the things that you've seen over the last 30 years? Some of the miracles wow. firsthand. Let's, well. Let's go. Let's share. Uh, well. I've started, I've been having encounters with God for all my life, since I was a baby, since I can remember, I've been seeing angels and, wow. and seeing Jesus. They see you? Yes, I hope okay. so. <laughs> but uh, in 2005 was the first miracles that I saw where I prayed for people and God healed them. Okay. Uh, they were all cancer. They all had some type of cancer six people, and they were all my customers. I was delivering to them, and the Lord said, pray for them, and I'll heal them. Okay. So how would you do that? How, uh, if oh, somebody's watching or listening? Uh, easy. Uh, because they're, I, they're probably nervous and saying, hey, I, I mean, I, I get sometimes those unctions, but I'm too nervous to say, can I pray for it's, you? It's not, um, to me now, it's exciting. It gets more exciting every time I do it because I know it's God moving, mm-hmm. and it's not me. Right. It's not me, it's him. I couldn't even heal a, a cockroach or a fly. A cockroach. A cockroach. <laughs> and uh, I like that movie. That was a good movie, Scarface. I know. I never yeah, saw it was that. a good movie. I never seen it. <laughs> Sorry. You never saw that movie? No, I've heard it. Oh, it was it. a good movie. He, yeah. When he calls that guy your stinking cockroach, oh, oh yeah. that was a good part. Right. But uh, getting back to the, <laughs> to the getting spiritual. Getting back to the miracles. Yeah. Uh, 
I think the coolest one that I've seen God do was about two years ago. Okay. I went to deliver out a customer and I'm in the back of the building. The warehouse guy came and he unloaded the freight, Mm -hmm. the two pallets. And I went into a vision Hmm. and while he was unloading, I saw him limping like one leg was shorter than the other. Okay. So he unloaded me. I gave him the bills. He signed. He went inside, closed the door, the overhead door. And I'm closing, getting everything situated in the trailer. And I grabbed the handle to pull the door down and climb down when I go into a vision. Hmm. And in the vision, I saw myself grabbing his two legs on my knees. And he's sitting down and the leg growing. Oh, wow extending and then i heard the lord say if you pray for him i'll heal his leg okay literally heard it verbally verbally in your yeah head. i in your saw head. it in a vision and i heard it like in my mind right he spoke to me he does that to me all the time he speaks to me in my in my thoughts okay and uh i knock on i get out close the door of my trailer and i'm pounding on the overhead door nobody's answering and i felt the anointing on me okay the anointing is god's presence it's when, when I feel the anointing on me, I know it's, that God wants to do something for right. someone. So I got in my truck. I drove around the front of the building, and I went in the front door, and I told the owner, because I wasn't going to go against him. You know, that was right. a place of business. And I said, listen, sir, I don't know if you believe what I believe, but uh, the Lord wants me to pray for your warehouse guy for his leg. And he's like, Oh, please do. Please go, go. Mm-hmm. Because any blessing he gets, I get. Right. So I went back there and I said to him, come here. I told him to come and he, I said to him, sit down. And I said, do you believe God does miracles? And he says, mm, yeah. He was a Jehovah witness. They don't uh, believe in that. No. So, but he was a young kid. I guess he was still new in it and he didn't understand. Right. So I said, can I pray for you? Jehovah Witnesses don't let you pray for them. Right. They don't believe in that. But he let me. Mm-hmm. I said, since he had said yes, I said, do you believe that when I pray for you, your leg is going to grow? And he's like, yeah. With a smile on his face. Like, cool. he received it, you know? Right. I said, I told his boss, watch this. I grabbed both of his legs. You could see his right leg was like that much shorter, like almost an inch and a half to two inches shorter. And I grabbed his leg and I just looked and I said, Lord, don't put me to shame here. I don't want to be embarrassed. I'm obeying you. And all of a sudden, the leg that was shorter, I could see my hands just... And the owner saw his leg grow. And he starts screaming, oh, oh, come and look, come and look. And he's yelling at everybody in the office to come out and see. Cool. He ran up front, and I said to the guy, stand up. I said, what couldn't you do before because of your leg being shorter? And he said, I couldn't run. I said, run around the warehouse. He ran. Wow. And he didn't stop running. <laughs> I'm talking, and he's still running and running and running. Then his boss comes, he says, my stomach is hurting, and I've got this and I've got that. I said, if I pray for you, do you believe God will heal you? He says, yeah. I prayed for him. God healed him of three things. His boss. Right. But listen to this. He was a Muslim. Oh, wow. And God healed him. And when I was done with everything, I said, you know what? Thank you. 
for letting me pray for your employee and letting me pray for you. He says, you can come anytime you want. You can come any time of the day and you can do anything you want here. That's what he said to me. Wow. And that was to me the coolest thing, literally seeing a leg grow an inch and a half. Wow. And I'd seen it in the past with other people, but I've never seen it happen with me. Right. And that, to me, that really blew my mind. That is yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast for, for stories like that. Yeah. Encouraging the world yes. one story at a time. Yes. And I'm hoping that encourages some people out there today yes. that God does still yes, he and does. will yes. heal. And there's miracles that are still happening. Yes. So other than that story, um, do you have another story that sticks out in your mind of, of God's yes. healing? Yes. The Lord uh, just put it, I'm impressed that on my heart, there was a, a woman. Mm -hmm. She had contracted AIDS. The doctors had told her that she was going to die in two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my ex-wife, I can't use the lady's name because that would violate the HIPAA law. Right. So I'm going to call her Joanne. Okay. Joanne, my wife used to visit her at this place she was staying at for, how they call that, care, where they care for them when they're dying. Oh, hospice. Hospice care. Yeah, hospice. She was in hospice care. And Joanna, she was a prophet. Okay. Of the Lord. She got words from the Lord. And my ex-wife, she would go there and pray for her and, and comfort her and stuff. And one day, my ex-wife told her, listen, when my husband prays, God uses him for healing. Mm -hmm. So she started praying. Like three weeks before I went to pray for her, she started praying. And she said, the Lord, she told my ex-wife, the Lord told me that if your husband comes and prays for me, he'll heal me. Hmm. This is two weeks before she was supposed to die. Right. And my ex-wife comes to me on a Wednesday. She used to go on a Wednesday. And uh, she comes to me. She says, listen, this patient said to me that if you go and pray for her, God is going to heal her. I said, well, I didn't feel it in my heart or in my spirit to go. Right. And I said, well, let's see what happens. And she only had two weeks. Right, to live. To live. So this is Wednesday. A whole week went by. She only had one week left. Right. So I was off on Wednesdays. So my wife gets up, she gets ready to go, and she's like, are you going? I said, I don't feel anything, but you know what? I'll go. Mm -hmm. I went just to please her, right. my wife, my ex-wife. So we go. I walk in. She knocks on the door. She goes in first. I stood outside right. and uh, because she had to make sure she was you know, right. decent. Right, right. And I walk in, and when I looked at her, death was on her door. Ooh. Yeah, She had no hair. Very little hair. She looked like a skeleton. Right. She had lost all this weight. Skin change? Color change? Color, yeah. Her yeah. skin color was not like this. Right. It was more real pale, like lack of oxygen. Kind of grayish. Grayish, yeah. Usually that sounds like kidneys. You know, yeah. kidneys were starting well, all, to Well, all her organs were starting to fail. Right. And uh, so I came in, I introduced myself, and I sat down quietly mm -hmm. to see if God said something to me. But he didn't say anything. But the moment I sat down, that room got electrified with God's presence. Wow. It was like you can hear God's glory. Mm -hmm. There was the hum of the spirit was there. Right. And uh, I, uh, I just sat there quietly, just listening to my ex-wife and her talk. And I kept looking at her 
hoping the Lord would show me something. He didn't show me anything. About 15 minutes being there, I had to use the restroom. So I got up, excused myself. I said, I'll be right back. I opened the door to the restroom. I take a step into the restroom, and the Holy Spirit says, she's got AIDS. My ex-wife couldn't tell me what she had. Right, right. Okay, because of the HIPAA law. So the lady was wondering, was, when is he going to tell me this, what I have, and so on and so forth. So I stepped back out of the bathroom, and I said, you know what? You've got AIDS. And she looked at me like, who told you? I said, the Holy Spirit just told me. Before I leave, I'm going to pray for you, and God's going to heal you. That's what I told her, and I went in the restroom. I came out, and I sat there. Another 10 minutes went by, and I said, you know what? I got to go. I had things to do. And I said, I got to go, but let me pray for you, and then I'll leave. So I got up. She stayed in the bed, and my ex-wife, we all grabbed hands. And my ex-wife prayed. I didn't pray. She prayed. All of a sudden, the power got started hitting this woman. She was dancing like a top like a fish out of water, boom, 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 on the bed, bouncing. And I left. I didn't think anything of it, you know. I didn't feel it in me, but I felt the glory of God's presence in the room. So I knew he was there. I knew he was going to do something. Right. I left. Two weeks later, my ex-wife says, she's going home. She grew back her hair. Her skin color was back to normal. (laughs) She was back like normal. Wow. Yeah. She went home. Yeah. yeah, it's funny when you say home. We get a, we get a no, wash out. No, she went home back to her husband, to yeah. her children. You know, we she had a sure normal life again. That. Yes, yeah. no, uh, she didn't pass away. No, God healed her and restored her. Right, right. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. Yes, that is awesome. Yes. Um, before we tell some more stories, I really, I'm really stretching out because it said when we say when we, sorry, <laughs> we're sorry. getting used to things here. Yes, um, they're new. When we um, we talked in our pre- previous you know things that we were we we're going to practice and stuff like that, so we're not exactly sure how things would go. Mm-hmm. But what I really feel led is I really want you to look into that camera, mm-hmm. and I just want you a, a, a prayer of belief that God does heal. And then there's people that are watching or listening to us sure. to reach out mm-hmm. and to accept that prayer, okay, and and that healing, okay, and then we'll continue on. Okay. Uh, with the questions. Well, Lord, I thank you that you're the God who gives us a portion of faith. Your word says that we all have received a portion of faith. So, Lord, I thank you that right now, to those who are looking and listening to this podcast and video, Lord, that their faith would be elevated and activated to the point where, Lord, they receive a healing in their body of their mind, of their spirit, of their soul. I just got something. There's someone listening or watching and is having issues with their heart. Something's wrong with your heart. And right now, you're feeling a coolness over your heart and a heat at the same time. I've never heard that before, but that's what I'm sensing because I'm feeling it. I feel what you're feeling right now. It's like a heat and a coolness over your heart. And that's healing coming to your heart. Healing is coming to you now. And I thank you, Lord, that you're restoring that heart back to the way it should be. That all the damage is reversed 
and that that person is whole again. They're going to be able to enjoy the rest of their life in complete heart health. In Jesus' name. And it's for your glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. All right, going back to our questions here. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about where you're from and mm -hmm. where you moved to and stuff like that. And um, what's your future look like? What are... What do you think some of the things that the Lord is doing in your life right now um, that's going to affect your next five, ten years? Well, this right here is one of them. Mm -hmm. And this was something that the Lord gave to you. Right. And it's funny. Do you think two months, well, probably even three months ago, that you'd be sitting here talking to me about some of the things that we're talking about? No. But... The Lord did bring back to my memory a promise he made me. Okay. What was 15 that? years ago, 16 years ago, that I would be on TV, that I would be on radio, speaking about him. Okay. About his word, about his promises, about healing. And uh, what do I see myself in the future? I see myself doing this sharing stories, encouraging people one story at a time. Right. Like, the like, main, like the tagline says, encouraging the world one story at a time. Uh, I see myself doing this, but I also see myself taking this to the nations. Right. You know, interviewing people in other countries, uh, bringing back their story and putting it on a podcast or a video, uh, touching millions, touching millions of people with the stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yep, there's a lot that can be told. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, locally we could do a lot. I mean, um, yeah. but what's some of your international goals and some of your international dreams? Well, right now, it's funny because last year, well, this year, I'm sorry, this year in April, I got connected with people in Costa Rica okay, and parts of Nicaragua. I have some Mexican uh, families that I talk with also via the phone mm -hmm. and video calls where... Even now, I talk to people and pray for people, and God does healings in marriages, uh, restoring marriages, healing, physical healing, and I believe that it's going to expand. I really do. I mean, it's, I keep getting testimonies of people, what God is doing in their lives. Okay. Uh, it's like I have a counseling service. Over the phone. Over the they phone. call me, oh, can, you know, can and you ask the Lord for a word for me or, or what can you tell me? I'm going through this situation. And I just listen to the Lord and I give him what he gives me, you know, and I believe that's, that's going to grow. Right. Yeah, I believe so because I'm actually, I'm believing that next year I'll be going to Costa Rica and interviewing a lot of these people and right. bringing it so that we can put it on podcasts right. and videos. Uh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's it, a good goal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right now, as I said, you're the host of our Spanish show. Yes. And, and then my goal as a producer is to have other languages. We've yes. We've talked about this. Yes. Russian, Chinese, yes. Korean. 
a lot of the countries that the gospel is hard to get into. Yes. Or, you know, it's underground or whatever. So, um, but airwaves is a good way to get into mm-hmm. there. All right. You've talked about a couple of your miracles that are healing miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. So, because mm-hmm. we didn't really talk about all the miracles that you've seen, mm-hmm. but is there some other types? Um, because we want to show the people God is just not a God of healing. He's a God of deliverance. He's a God of whatever. Okay. Um, can you think of anything that you've seen in the last 30-something years uh, uh, that other than the healing? Uh, I've seen physical. deliverance. Okay. I've seen uh, actually about, we're in 2019. Mm-hmm. In um, 2017. Almost huh? Almost over. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, we're so close. Well, actually, when there be... No, this one, this will be airing before that, that, so. Oh, okay. Uh, in 2017, I was at the church in Port Orange, and, uh, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't 2017. I'm, I made a mistake on that. It was 2010. It was 2010. I'm sorry, you can't make mistakes. <laughs> okay. Please forgive me for making a mistake. I'll hey, try and make sure not to make, make any more. We can all make mistakes. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jesus is the only perfect one. That's right. So, I don't he know walked if, on water. Yes. And I hope to one day also. That's right. But uh, it was like 2010. 2010. I was at the church and uh, I felt in my spirit there was a gentleman who was going through some physical uh, ailments. And in, in my spirit, man, I felt like this was more than just a physical ailment. I believe it was more like some kind of oppression, spiritual oppression. And uh, during the service, during worship time, the power of God hit me. And, he, and it hit him. He was sitting right next to me. It hit me, and I guess it just bounced off and hit him. And he started screaming. It was the, I mean, it was powerful and uh we took him into the prayer room took him off out of the service into a prayer room and i just stood quiet waiting for the holy spirit to tell me what to pray right and uh the head pastor had gone in with me and i'm listening to see what the spirit says and he says pray for peace over him I'm like, okay, Lord. The only time I've heard him say pray peace is when there's something oppressing a person. Right. Depression or suicide. And that's possessed. You, people right. are actually possessed in that point, at that point. Right. And uh, I said, okay, Lord. So I take my hands, I put them on him, and I pray, the peace of God is going through you right now. And he was shaking and wow. like a fish out of water. When I laid my hands on him, all of a sudden, I felt the power of God flow from my hands to his head. All of a sudden, he just went, like he went to sleep. Right. And he was laying there so peaceful and so quiet. And uh, they said he had Parkinson's. Okay. But I don't believe it was Parkinson's. I believe it's what, he was being tormented mm-hmm. by demonic, a demonic structure of some kind. And, uh, and when I laid hands on him, he was... Free, he didn't shake anymore. And I felt when I laid hands on him that something came out. You can feel the demonic oppression come out when it's like that. And uh, he was calm. Mm. But I, after I was done, I said to him, I said, listen, you may not understand what just happened, 
But you need to be very careful what you look at, what you listen to, and what you think. That's what I got in my spirit to tell him. Right. And uh, about six months later, it was back. Uh. Yeah. And I believe he was maybe entertaining something. Right. I, I couldn't pinpoint it. But I believe he was entertaining something, and and him entertaining that brought it back. Right. You know. He opened but, up the door. Yes, but he got set free. I mean, people could not believe when he walked out of that room. He wasn't right. shaking. He was walking like a normal person. And before he had to be helped. Right. To walk from one side of the room to the other. Right. You know, and it's like, wow. Yeah, we don't have to. We can't give the the devil any grounds of no. anything. No, it's funny. Um, it has not to do with that story, but mm-hmm. I'm sitting here in the room where we're, we're using a church right now. And it's weird. I keep seeing things, you know, different mm-hmm. parts of my corner of my eyes. Like I saw something over there and over there, you know, it's like while you're speaking, it's mm-hmm. it's interesting in the supernatural world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sid Roth has, you know, uh, na- welcome to my show, which is naturally supernatural. Mm-hmm. And we live in a supernatural world. Yes. You know, there's miracles and mm-hmm. you know deliverance and mm-hmm. healings and um, people being raised from the dead mm-hmm. uh, you know in the united states it doesn't seem like it is as much uh you go to africa mm-hmm. um or any other you know foreign country a lot of times china on the underground yeah things are happening like crazy um, because they're hungry yeah they're hungry um the united states will get hungry and that's one yes. of the reasons why we st- I, I started this company and i started the podcast so we can uh, start documenting all these great miracles that are going to yes, happen. Yes, yes. And they're increasing. Right. Because I've seen them. Yeah. I see them all the time. I mean, at Walmart. Right. I pray for people at Walmart. God heals them. At Publix. Out there in the street. Yeah. It's happening more often now. Right. It's and that's one of the reasons why I've created, as I said, a podcast. But it's also why I created stories at themillenniumbeat.com. So people that are out there that are watching or listening to us on a podcast mm-hmm. can can write us and tell us about those things. Yeah. And um, again, we can screen them and check them out. And if you want us, give a, uh, we'll give you a call or write you back, and uh, maybe we'll interview you. You know, we yeah. talked about that. Send too. always your email. Yeah. So we can contact you through right. email or and, go to the website themillenniumbeat.com. And go into the main page, and there's an area, if you scroll down on the page, where you can put a a small version of your story, and it'll go straight into his email. If it's in Spanish, it'll go into my email, and I'll read it, and I'll share it with him, and we'll pray, and we'll make a decision on which one God wants us to put on. It's funny, we're trying out these new mics and stuff, and we, yes. pre-li- we pre-listened to them, and they sounded really good, but I can hear myself breathing. <laughs> I, I don't. Yours is fine. Yeah, uh, no, but I can hear myself kind of breathing, too, Yeah, because it's so close. Well, supposedly, you're supposed to be able to move these things away from, you know, so many inches from your mouth so you don't hear your breath. Oh, okay. So if you do hear us breathing, I apologize. If I stop. Then I won't have anything to say because. And if he stops to, breathing, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Pray he, for he'll him. He'll have to pray. Stretch for hands him. out, and we'll pray for him. You know. So, um, you know, I I said this podcast would be a little different than the last two. The last two that we did um, last week, and then no, two weeks ago, and then last week, and then this week that we're doing right now, 
that you'll be hearing. It's, it should be, I think, if I remember right, it should be Christmas Eve, maybe. Yeah, Christmas so Eve. So we like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry and, Christmas. And have a happy holiday season, yes. all of you. So, yes. Uh, enjoy it. But um, what I want to do, we've been going pretty good. Um, is there anything else you on closing? Before we do the Spanish close, mm-hmm. is there anything else, any other last thoughts, last memory that you really want to share on this conversation? Uh, if not, that's okay. We can. No, what I would like to say is one thing, is that uh, we all have a story. We all have a story. Something in our lives that impacted us to a point where it caused us to make a decision for our, that changed our life. And we all have one. And at the Millennium Beat, themillenniumbeat.com and the Palpitar del Milenio, which is the Spanish show for the Millennium Beat. We want to hear those stories. We want to hear them and we want to share them because there's people out there that need to hear those stories. Because the same way it made a, a difference in your life, in my life, and in the lives of those that we've touched It'll make a difference in other people who listen to the podcast or watch the videos. That sounds good. I've been playing around with my buttons here, my little red one. Yeah. Um, when he's speaking, I muted it, so it, we'll see how it sounds. Any so better. you don't hear his breathing. So you don't hear me breathing. <laughs> and, and it does have a noise gate in it. I thought mm-hmm. I turned it on. Um, I can do a little in post-production. I'll fix that, too, also. So hopefully you won't be hearing that. So, All right, what i like you, you to do, not you, you mm-hmm. to do, is I would like, in closing, basically um, give a, a little short ending in Spanish to the people that might be watching in Spanish. Okay. Um, something about where to find us okay. and what to do and stuff okay. like that. Sure. And then... And then something about your shows and some of maybe some of the guests that you're going to be having okay. on in the future. Okay. Uh, and then we'll be starting that shows around the 5th of January. Okay. Um, and, and go from there. So, okay. all right, take it away in Spanish. Uh, mi nombre es Nelson Melende. Yo soy el servidor del Palpital del Milenio. Hoy es un programa que se va a ver en los tiempos de las Navidades por ahí. Y este programa es otro programa, es diferente porque esta es la entrevista mía con él. Él me está entrevistando a mí. Y lo que quería decirle es que pueden ir a la página themillenniumbeat.com ver lo que nosotros tenemos ahí. Yo sé que lo he repetido muchas veces, pero tengo que decirlo porque... Eso es la manera que nosotros vamos a saber si las historias de ustedes están impactando. Porque si ustedes van y nos dan un like y y nos dan, se suscriben en YouTube y le dan a la campanita y se suscriben en Facebook, Twitter, Messenger, Y por ahora tenemos esa. Si van a la página principal de TheMillenniumBeat.com, van a ver las rendas sociales que nosotros tenemos ahora. Pero en el futuro, eso va a cambiar, se van a añadir más. Y lo que queremos es que ustedes nos den un like para así nosotros saber cuánta gente está mirando y también para que nos den 
su historia. En la página principal ustedes pueden bajar más abajo cuando la abren y poner su historia, una versión corta de su historia. Para si nosotros, si en español, en el, en el del palpitar del milenio, en español, ustedes pueden poner su historia en español y en The Millennium Beat pueden ponerlo en inglés. Él escucha el de inglés, yo escucho el del español, entonces los compartimos entre él y yo, Kevin Kelly, Kevin James. Kevin James, y nosotros hacemos la decisión cuáles son las que vamos a poner. Pero yo sé que todas las historias de ustedes son buenas, igual que la historia mía, uh, y las de él, y la, de la persona que nosotros hemos, vamos a entrevistar en el futuro. Uh, yo tengo, ahora mismo, tengo a una amiga que se llama Iraida Cartagena. Tengo otra amiga que se llama Miriam Sánchez. Tengo una amiga que se llama María Rodríguez. Y tenemos muchos más que van a venir en el principio. Son abogados, son maestros, maestras. Tenemos un jugador de, de béisbol profesional que también va a estar en febrero. Uh, tenemos mucha gente en línea para entrevistar y tremendas historias que ellos no han dicho a nosotros que queremos compartirla con ustedes. So, yo voy a cerrar y le voy a dar las gracias por escuchar el podcast y el video, ver el video. Y esperamos oír de ustedes en las rendas sociales, dándonos el like y las campanitas y, y suscribiéndose. Y también métanse, suscríbanse al, al noticiero. Porque nosotros tenemos una página de noticias que... Ustedes se inscriben y nos dan su email y nosotros podemos mandarle lo que va a pasar. Hay un calendario. En ese calendario vamos a tener los nombres de las personas que vamos a entrevistar en ese mes, cuál, quién es su servidor y el tema. So, para así nosotros mandárselo automáticamente todos los meses, el, lo que va a haber en el mes, para que así ustedes sepan y nos, dejan, nos sigan diciendo si les gusta o no, si hay algo que podemos cambiar para que a ustedes se les haga mejor, pues está bien. Estamos aquí para ustedes, ¿ok? Y gracias por escucharnos y nos vemos la próxima, nos oímos la próxima. Kel? Yes, thank you, thank you. All right, just like the close from my hand is, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button. The, hit the bell so that way anything that we post you'll get notification to if you need to know how to connect with us on facebook twitter instagram and i'm probably forgetting one but you can go to our website and right there there's links you just have to hit them on and it'll bring you right to them so so i like to take this time to thank my guest thank, thank you, you for Nelson. having me you're Kevin. welcome and i like to thank you guys for watching yes stay tuned that we'll see you again next week same time same channel. Thanks, guys. Have a great Have one. Have a great one.